Hi everyone and welcome to the Fill Your Bowl podcast. Each week I'm going to bring you new episodes which will inspire you to jump out of your comfort zone and ditch society's expectations of what's normal. This podcast is designed for anyone who wants to fill up their bowl in all areas of their life, whether that's physically, mentally, spiritually or emotionally. If you're finally ready to jump on the self-love train and opt out of what society expects of you, then you're in the right place. I want to bring you raw and honest conversations on mental health, relationships, navigating life in your 20s, healing your relationship with food, exercise and your body and lots more. Grab a coffee, turn the volume up and let's get started with today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and remember, what's the one thing you'll regret not doing when you're 80 years old? Now, go do it. Okay, I'm going to try my absolute hardest to keep this podcast episode to like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Let's see how I do. I ramble (laughs) a lot, so I'm going to try my hardest. Um, But I'm very excited today because I fly to New York tomorrow. I'm seeing my family for the first time in 11 months. I'm living in Vancouver and they are back home in England. So it's going to be an amazing reunion. I'm very excited to see them. We have a lot planned for New York. My sister has planned this whole itinerary and she's been amazing at planning every single day and like looking up restaurants that we'll go to and just putting this whole itinerary together. I am not a planner and I am not an organized person so we needed someone who is organized to actually take charge and do something like that because otherwise it probably wouldn't have got done. But yeah, very excited to go to New York, but it means that I will be out of routine. I will be eating different foods. I won't be able to go to the gym. I won't be exercising as much as, well, I will be doing a lot of walking, I guess. But my my previous self, when I was stuck in my exercise addiction days, never would have accepted walking as enough. It never would have counted walking towards proper exercise. And I just kick myself now because walking is one of the best exercises that you can do. And it's so, oh, I, I like it counts. It 100% counts. So if you are telling yourself that it doesn't, start switching your mindset and start telling yourself that walking 100% counts. So yes, um, I will be out of routine next week. And if you are someone who is also maybe going away soon and you struggle with going away, because you will be eating different things, you'll be out of routine, you won't be able to exercise, um, and that kind of stresses you out, then maybe you should go back and listen to my podcast episode on traveling while recovering from an eating disorder, because I do a deep dive into this topic and some steps that you can take to make yourself feel a little bit more comfortable when you are traveling and you do have maybe disordered eating behaviors or an eating disorder or you are really stuck in diet culture and you're just really stressing about giving yourself that flexibility because you are so used to sticking to rigid rules and when you break those rules you feel like a failure you feel like you have zero willpower and you are not committed to your number one goal of weight loss. So if that is you, go back and listen to that podcast episode because it might really help you uh, getting through this difficult time of traveling. So 
moving on to today's podcast episode. So I really want to discuss some things that might be sabotaging your recovery process. And like I said, I'm going to keep this episode short, so I'm not going to go into too much detail, but there are three things that I want to discuss today. And I will probably do another podcast episode with the exact same heading because there are so many things that could potentially be sabotaging your recovery progress. But these are just three things that I want to talk about today. So this is not an exhaustive list whatsoever. There are many other things that could be happening and maybe you relate to something that I say today maybe you don't relate I don't know (laughs) Um, but hopefully you do relate to something and hopefully something clicks inside of you and you gain something from today's episode so the three things that I want to talk about today that could potentially be sabotaging your recovery progress are number one perfectionism number two comparison and number three all or nothing mentality, aka black and white thinking. So let's start off with number one, perfectionism. So I think more often than not, we have seen people with certain personality types more susceptible to eating disorders or diet culture or to falling into disordered eating behaviors. And usually these are people who do have that maybe type A personality type. They are perfectionists and they are very hard on themselves. They set themselves very high expectations. They are overachievers and they are goal setters. Like maybe you are someone who is constantly setting new goals for yourself and you are constantly raising the bar each time because it makes yourself feel good it makes you feel worthy like when you hit these goals it makes you feel like you mean something to someone else or yourself and it gives you that validation it gives you that self-worth that sense of self-worth and it is really common for people with like I said eating disorders disordered eating behaviors to fall into this pattern of they have to be perfect everything they eat has to be perfect because if it's not perfect then they are failing and so you set yourself very rigid rules that you must follow every single day because if you don't you feel like a failure and as soon as something happens like life happens and you're not able to fulfill that certain rule that you have set yourself maybe one of those rules um, is If you allow yourself to eat dessert, then you have to go to the gym in the morning. But maybe it gets to the morning and you're not actually able to go to the gym because something has happened. I don't know, your car has broken down or something has just got in the way of that gym session. And then you spiral, like mentally, you spiral into a place of I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I need to burn off the calories that I ate last night. And if I don't do that, I am a failure. And you start to get really, really hard on yourself because you haven't stuck to this rigid rule that you have set yourself. And I'm not saying that rules are bad. Like obviously the rules can be very good and we have rules throughout life in many different areas. And sometimes we have to follow rules because it could be the law and that is also a rule. But when you are setting yourself really rigid rules to the point where you do not allow yourself any flexibility, that can definitely start to pay a toll on your mental health. 
because the truth is life happens. Life isn't perfect and your eating is never going to be perfect. You shouldn't be aiming for your eating to be perfect because it is unrealistic. Normal eaters, healthy eaters, they are not perfect with their eating. There is no such thing as perfect eating. So to set yourself that expectation, you are doomed to fail from the start. You are literally setting yourself up for failure. Because there is just no such thing as being perfect with your eating. So if perfectionism is something that you are really struggling with, then this could be an area that you should be looking at if it is sabotaging your recovery progress because you are extremely hard on yourself when things are not perfect and something else as well I can completely resonate with this because it was something that I used to do everything that I ate like one it had to be perfect like I had to enjoy every single meal otherwise it was a waste of calories otherwise I need to go burn off those calories because they were away so I'll do an extra (laughs) bit of exercise as well to make sure that I'm burning that off plus more because I wanted to punish myself for allowing myself to eat that food that didn't end up being perfect. So by giving myself permission to eat food and knowing that it's not always going to be perfect, sometimes I'm going to like the food and sometimes I'm not going to like the food. And that is okay. That is so normal. You're not going to like every single thing that you eat. And I used to wait, wait, wait until I allowed allowed myself to eat something on my bad list until the moment was perfect, until the moment was the, the right moment. And I kept telling myself, I'll do it next week. I'll do it next week. The moment was never perfect. It was never going to be perfect because there is no such thing as perfect. But the perfectionism in me around wanting eating to be perfect wouldn't allow me to let go of the idea that it isn't going to be perfect. And so I had to actively do the work to let go of this perfectionism around eating. And I had to really switch my mindset around and start telling myself that it is okay to add flexibility into my life. Flexibility is good. Flexibility is normal. And flexibility allows for the chaos of life. So if this resonates with you, then maybe perfectionism is something that you need to look into. Number two, The second thing that might be sabotaging your recovery process is comparison. Oh my gosh, I think we have all been in a position where we are comparing our body, comparing our hair, comparing our eyes, our lips, our nose, our cheeks, our face, just our entire being, like comparing our physical appearance to someone else. I think we have all been in that position where we've been at a party and we're looking at all the beautiful people in the room and it completely diminishes our own self-worth. I know I have been in that position and I imagine some of you listening to this have also been in that position. And what I want to say is just because you see someone across the room who in your opinion is more beautiful than you does not take away from your own beauty. There is enough beauty in this world for us all to feel beautiful and comparing yourself to other people and allowing other people's appearance to dictate your own self-worth and how you feel about yourself 
is giving those people way too much power. You are giving other people's body and other people's appearance this power to dictate how you feel when you get to choose exactly how you feel, okay? You get to choose how you want to feel about your body. So here is a little story. I told this story on my Instagram story a couple of weeks ago, and I'm going to repeat it here because I think it was an important lesson for myself and potentially other people out there. So a couple of weeks ago, I was in the gym and I was doing my workout. Everything was all good. Actually, I wasn't even doing a workout. I was doing my physio exercises. They are very simple exercises. I injured my foot a while back and I've been seeing a physiotherapist he's given me some exercises to do so that was what I was doing in the gym there was some equipment like a foam roller that I don't have at home so I went to the gym so I could use their foam roller and a girl came into the room and she set up her workout camp right in front of me and she started doing a HIIT workout right in front of me two things came up for me here Number one was the fact that she was doing a HIIT workout and I was only doing very easy and slow and relaxing physio exercises. So this made me feel uncomfortable because of my past with exercise addiction. I started to get a bit jealous because she was doing a HIIT workout and I started to think maybe I should be doing a HIIT workout. Maybe what I'm doing is just way too easy. I need to be doing a HIIT workout and she's going to be losing weight. I'm not going to be losing weight. She already looks really good and she's smaller than me. So I need to be doing that so I can look like her. Like all of these thoughts started spiraling in my mind and I had to quickly snap myself out of it and just kind of hit my wrist and be like stop it Lauren we are both on our own journeys and she's doing a hit workout today but you don't know what she did yesterday or the day before that or the day before that you don't know if this is her first gym session in a month or two months and you don't know what she's going to be doing tomorrow and the next day and you don't know what she eats and you don't know how happy she is internally and there are so many things you do not know about her so stop comparing yourself to her <laughs> and the workout that she is doing like i said we are both on our our own journeys i have an injury if i did a hit workout i could have set myself back and my injury could have got worse and that means that i will be out of exercising for even longer so I I just kept telling myself that. I kept telling myself we are on our own journey. We're on our own journey. We're on our own journey. And I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. And the truth is I had made so much progress where I was at that time. I had made so much progress with my injury and I probably could have done a HIIT workout, but I didn't really want to because I didn't want to set myself back again. So I was really trying to ease myself into movement again, really slowly. So I didn't have a setback. And I'm so glad that I didn't listen to that voice in my head that was telling me, you should do a HIIT workout. You should do a HIIT workout because she is. I'm so, so grateful I did not listen to that voice because I just know that I could have made my injury 10 times worse by doing so. So keep telling yourself you are on your own path. You are on your own journey. And what you do and what someone else is doing has nothing to do with you. What what their workout how someone else is working out and moving their body it has nothing to do with you so keep focusing on you and then the second thing was she was wearing a crop top and she was living in a very very small body like the body that I would have idolized back in the day and would aspire to be like so again that made me feel a little bit insecure 
So that was my problem. That wasn't her problem. That was my own problem and my own insecurity showing up. So I had to snap myself out of it again and stop comparing my body to hers because we have very different genetics. We have a very different makeup. We've lived in a different environment. We have different stress levels, different hormones. We have different uh, eating uh, habits and we have different exercise habits like there are so many things that are different about us I couldn't possibly compare my body to hers because even if I ate exactly the same things as what she eats and exercise the exact same way as what she does I still would not look like her so it would be such a waste of energy trying to so why would I want to restrict food and do workouts that I don't really want to do just so I can look like someone else like I don't want to look like anybody else I want to look like me and I want to be me so <laughs> that was just another lesson that I learned just to stop comparing myself to other people. And if you are someone who is trapped in comparison mode, then this can 100% be sabotaging your recovery process because you're not focusing on you. You are focusing on other people and everyone else around you. And a lot of the time you are projecting your own insecurities onto other people. So stop focusing on what anyone else is doing and start focusing on you and what you are doing because that is all that matters you are the person that has to live inside your body so do the work to enjoy living inside your body because you don't get to enjoy living inside your body if you're hating on it all of the time so start learning to accept it. And I have podcast episodes on this as well, learning to accept your body. It's hard. It's really hard when we are raised in a society that says you shouldn't like your body. It's so hard to go against that. But so, so vital if you want to heal your relationship with food and yourself. Finally, the third thing that could be sabotaging your recovery progress is all or nothing thinking, aka black and white thinking. For example, if you are someone who you, you go on a diet and you go all in, you are literally either on a diet where you eat salads every single day, you have no carbs, you're reducing entire food groups and you're exercising six well, five to six days a week, I don't know. Um, and that is like all in for you. And then you are yo-yoing between that mentality of salads every day. I'm on a diet, I'm reducing my food intake, I'm reducing my calories, I'm uh, counting every single calorie that I eat and exercising every single day. If you go from that to I'm doing absolutely nothing. I'm eating pizzas every single day. I'm eating cake every single day and I'm not moving my body at all. Uh, not going to the gym because I'm not, um, it's not worth it because I'm not on a diet right now. If you are switching, yo-yoing between those two mindsets, that is all or nothing thinking. And you might need to find balance in your life because that yo-yo dieting, that all or nothing mentality can get you into a really negative place when it comes to looking after your body. Or maybe all or nothing thinking for you isn't as drastic as that. And maybe it's just as simple as you either allow yourself to eat biscuits or you don't allow yourself to eat biscuits. 
And when you are allowing yourself to eat biscuits, you are being quite excessive with it to the point where you are eating an entire bag of biscuits or maybe two bag of biscuits. And then you move on to something else because you have been restricting food for so long where you don't allow yourself to eat that certain food. And then when you do allow yourself to eat that certain food, you go all in with it. And you maybe you tell yourself that you lose a bit of control because you are potentially binge eating on that food. Black and white thinking can also link to perfectionism where you have set yourself all of these rigid rules and you are either following all of these rules or maybe you let go of the rules and you go a little bit crazy and then you start to tell yourself that you are a failure because you are out of control and you're not following any of the rules that you have set for yourself. But The thing is with this black and white mentality is that life cannot be put into boxes like black and white. It's not that simple. Like we live in a gray area in life. So if you are telling yourself, oh, I ate one brownie today, so my diet is out the window and I may as well go and eat the rest of the box of brownies and I'll be good again tomorrow. This is the type of thinking and mentality that you really want to step away from because you can eat the brownie and you can still have a nice nutritious meal afterwards. You can eat the brownie and it doesn't mean that you have to binge eat for the rest of that day. You can eat the brownie and still be looking after yourself and looking after your health and still care about yourself and care about your health as well. It doesn't have to spiral into this, okay, I might as well eat the rest of the box of brownies plus a pack of biscuits plus a pizza because my diet is out the window and I'll start again tomorrow. Black and white thinking is about removing the mentality of I will start again tomorrow because you're never starting again. You are just living in the moment that you are in now and you know that the moment now is a gray area. Like every single moment in our life, it is a gray area. Life is messy. Things are going to be thrown at you and you want to build up your toolkit of coping mechanisms so you know how to cope with the messiness of life in healthier ways that are not just trying to control your weight trying to control what your body looks like and trying to control your food intake this black and white mentality can really show up as your eating disorder self versus your healthy self as well and again i have a podcast episode on healthy self versus ed self so if you do feel like you are someone who has that black and white mentality, then go and listen to that podcast episode because that could resonate with you as well. And I do share some really good tips on how you can start stepping away from that kind of mentality. Okay, I think I did really well today. I've kept it to like 20-ish minutes. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please let me know if something resonated with you. Come and follow me on Instagram. My Instagram name is at fillyourbowl underscore. So the same name as the podcast title. And send me a message. Let me know if anything today resonated with you or if you want to discuss anything. My DMs are always open and I always love hearing from people that listen to the podcast. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next week for another episode. Bye.